Yo, did you study for that test? What test? Hey everybody, this is Deem and Ashburn's here with me. What's up guys? Welcome back and if this is your first time joining, hopefully you enjoy this episode that we have planned for today. So what do we uh, what do we got going on, Josh? So I guess you want to give everybody a little life update, Ashburn? Yeah, life updates. So first thing I got to say is today is Friday the 31st and that is National Orgasm Day. So make sure you get a bad bitch and give her an orgasm or if you're a girl, go up. Uh, Fuck some dude. Time out real quick. I want to know <laughs> where you find all these holidays because you found the send news holiday. You were like, yo, it's send nudes holiday or whatever. Honestly, I'll just How do you, like, I'll is just, this on your calendar? Do you get a special calendar or something? I'll just scroll through Facebook and see it or something, <laughs> some shit, something like that. I don't know. Just fucking Facebook or Instagram. It always pops up on my feed. So. I got you. Interesting. Interesting. So what else we got going on? Moving sucks, everybody, especially yeah, in college. We just moved. Me and Josh did. And we literally moved like two doors down, but it was a pain in the ass to move all of our shit from just two doors down. It was, it was horrible. We threw away so much stuff. We're just like, oh, do we need this? No, fucking throw it away. Yeah, I don't feel like carrying it two doors down. <laughs> yeah. like, And then we also procrastinated a lot in doing it. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, let's plan it out. We'll do this, this, this. We were talking about – I said something to Josh last Saturday. I was like, yo, we should probably start moving. He goes – Nah, we'll be good. We don't have that much shit. I was like, no. We fucking do. We need to start today. We started on the kitchen that Saturday. Oh my god, that was terrible. We went through... We we did stuff for like, what? I don't know, two hours, three hours. And then Josh looks at me and goes... Dude, we have a lot of shit. Like, I was like, yeah, I, we I fucking did. I told yeah, you. I, I, I didn't realize you. all that shit could fit in our tiny-ass apartment. <laughs> but that's pretty much all we have for life updates. You want to go ahead and introduce our guests this week, Josh? Uh, do you want to give the shout-outs before? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead with your shout-outs. All right. So first, we'd like to shout-out Matt from Episode 2. He uh, recently defended his thesis and graduated with his master's. And then secondly... Watford, if he's listening, he's a great fan, super fan. Uh, he <laughs> listens to all the episodes, gives us great feedback and everything. He's going to be moving out to Little Rock, Arkansas, so we wish him the best of luck out there with the Air Force. Yeah. And then, Ashburn, do you have a, you have a shout-out for someone, a public figure? A public figure? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking Mima Ivy. <laughs> yeah, Mima Ivy. Give her a shout-out. So Let her know what's up, Ashburn. We're from Alabama, obviously. We live in Alabama. Our governor, Kay Ivy, Mima Ivy, she's out here fucking imposing on our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. She doesn't want us to be safe and party hard. She wants us I, to just be safe without the party. She's enacting a rule starting tomorrow where you can only stay at the bars until 11. It's like they have to stop serving alcohol mm-hmm. at 11, and you have to be out by 11.30. So go ahead and fuck yourself, Meemaw. <laughs> like, goddamn. Just tell her I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, for this episode, we're planning to dive on into, I know school year is coming up, a lot of people are going back to school, online school. So we want to give everybody advice, especially guys have been asking us about rush, recruitment for fraternities, and what that looks like normally, and a little bit of the online changes that are going to be occurring today. So for our guest, we brought in our friend, he's going to go by normal for the episode to protect his uh, fraternity and his uh, personal identity. Also, before he says anything, any of these stories 
we've heard from other people. <laughs> None of them have to do with either of our fraternities. So um, yeah, this is a disclaimer to the IFC people that might be listening, trying to screw <laughs> someone over real quick. Uh, all these stories have been sent into us and or are not from firsthand knowledge. You got spies in the audience. <laughs> you never <laughs> know. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Normal. Hey, guys, I'm Normal. Uh, just off the bat, I just want to say uh, being homeless sucks. Uh, moving in college sucks. You got friends that say, hey, I just need you to move a couple things. And then you show up and it's <laughs> nine couches and everything in their house. And you're just like, all right. Yeah, they know, got it all packed and like, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, yeah, you don't mind taking all this. Afterwards, they're like, I'll give you a pizza. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Like, yeah, here's a case of beer. That's, Appreciate that's it. like four hours of my life gone. People are yeah. like, oh, I'll Vimo. I was like, I don't have Vimo. Just see me downtown, buy my drinks. I Just living on couches <laughs> is the worst, y'all. Yeah, me and me and Josh, when we moved, uh, when we first moved in together, what was it two, three years ago? This is our third year. Yeah, something like that. Uh, we were homeless, or we were gonna, gonna be, be homeless, homeless. <laughs> for for like two weeks. Well, I was homeless for two weeks. I stayed on Josh's couch, in his mm-hmm. old apartment, for one week, and then. We were able to finagle something with our apartment complex to waive the cleaning fee or the the like cleaning of the apartment, and we got to move in. Yeah, we did verbal jujitsu with them. That yeah, way we, we could bypass homelessness. We moved in early <laughs> and uh, just kicked it off with a bang. All right. So without further ado, do you guys want to talk about informal rush? Because I mean, I don't have as much knowledge as both of you on rushing and fraternity life. Yeah, but... we'll go through the timeline here. Yeah. Uh, so you'll start out informal rush. Then, at least for Auburn, you got formal rush, then pledge ship, obviously, which not every fraternity has pledge ship, so just uh, figure that out, I guess. Yeah, so uh, with my fraternity, it was basically like, obviously last summer is when I rushed. I'm a rising sophomore, so we had kind of a summer rush type of deal where we have events in the summer. That goes into the fall, and that's when we have formal rush. And it's usually like, you know, formal rush is dry, sober, everybody's in suits and ties. It's a lot more sobering and it's not as fun but uh summer events are like you know you show up and you drink for a couple hours and you meet a lot of the brothers and uh, other rushies and stuff like that you do something fun and then uh you know yeah get a bid you get a bid (laughs) yeah usually uh i've just heard people have events like stuff like a ski shoot or a river flow or a pregame before you go downtown something like that You'll go out, try and meet as many people as you can, try and just get your name out there, get noticed. And then if you get noticed and they like you, you'll get a bid. Usually you probably won't get a bid your first time coming around. Usually it's like your second or third time if if they like you. And they'll definitely invite you back if they like you that for, after that first time and, and keep in touch. Try and get as many phone numbers as you can. Yeah. When I was rushing, a lot of things I would do is I'd, I'd try and like attach to one brother throughout the night or throughout the rush event and just talk to that brother and have that brother go around and introduce me to people. So I'd like make one connection with a brother and then just kind of not weirdly, but I'd like hang around them, just kind of hover because they know people around so they can introduce me. So that was uh, one thing that helped me. Yeah. And I would say um, like one of the things I did is just like, for instance, I got my brother like up front to kind of introduce me to a couple of the guys that he knew from high school. And I was kind of lucky going in. I just knew, like, a lot of the guys that were in the fraternity I'm currently in were were Russian. So I, like, got to hang out with them and stay with them. And it's it's a nice experience. I definitely would suggest it to anybody coming in if you're looking to find a lot of new people and, uh, you know, have a lot of friends going in. It's a, it's a solid experience for anybody around. I know my experience with Informal Rush 
because there's a time period during school when school first starts, at least in Auburn, where the fraternities throw a bunch of parties during like welcome yeah, week yeah. and everything. And that's another time that I learned that you can do <laughs> informal rush and get bids. So I had a group of friends that I would go out with all the time, freshman year and sophomore mm-hmm. year. And some of them would be actually trying to rush. The rest of us would be going out for the parties. And you go get free drinks, jello shots, and everything. Oh, everybody. <laughs> Every, yeah. Every, all the brothers are trying to buy drinks for you. It's yeah. the best time ever to get free yeah. drinks. Yeah. Honestly, this is uh, under the table. But uh, <laughs> after I got my bid and accepted it, I did rush around a few more times after that just for the free beers. Yeah. So Honestly, I will, our brothers would tell us. Once we accepted our bid, they'd be like, yeah, you don't have to like stop rushing though. Go fucking have fun. Like it's the, the best right time to, be to shoot at. the party. Yeah. Free drinks, yeah. and free parties, meet people, meet girls, do whatever. What's some of the stuff you'd give advice to a potential rushy or a potential new member about trying to get noticed? What's the best way to get noticed by the brothers? What would you say? Uh, first off, like some of the best advice I could give somebody coming in is A, don't suicide rush. Like don't go in thinking, all right, this is the fraternity for me, like before you even shown up, like, this is who I want to be with. These are the guys. Because, A, you don't really know anybody going in. You don't know what it's going to be like. And, B, if you set yourself up where you're only rushing, like, one or two fraternities at a time or, like, throughout the whole summer or formal rush, you're just going to screw yourself in the end if you don't get a bid because then, you you know, you haven't gone to any other places and met any other people. And so, you know, I've known a few guys that have done that and just, you know, yeah. haven't gotten do, anywhere. Do guys usually do that if they're, like, a legacy or something like if their dad or grandfather or something was in that fraternity yeah is that kind of how that works or it's usually like they'll show up and that's a place where they'll focus on if they're yeah that kind of guy usually like if you know or if they think they know they're like oh yeah i like these guys i'll do this they'll like try and only rush one fraternity and then it screws them because like say they didn't like you or maybe it's not your best fit like you'll go there and you'll just keep going there if you go there like three or four times and you haven't gotten a bid or anything like it's not go. a good sign is that yeah, a hint like hey you might sign. want to move on yeah, yeah yeah like go try and rush somewhere else every fraternity has something for you yeah find even your if, niche even if it's not something like some fraternities people have bad names for some fraternities or like you hear stuff that's bad that might not be the truth so oh, don't yeah. think that one fraternity is like shitty because someone said they were they might just had a bad experience or they might Mm -hmm. just not like them or something like go see it for yourself and decide college is all about figuring shit out for yourself yeah yeah. learn on your own that's another thing i would say is i know a lot of people coming into rush tend to like look at greek rank for the university do not trust i mean look at greek rank if you want to but take everything on there with a grain of salt because anybody can put anything on there and so they can tank the reputation of a fraternity or a sorority or whatever and it can just make it look worse than it really is. And it's you never know who the guys are there. Yeah, and for real, like, Greek rank, some of that stuff is just stupid. Like, you can have a fraternity that's fairly lower, and it's still a lot of fun. You're still going to meet girls. You're still going to make great friends. Like, you're still going to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So go and talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd recommend just go party at all these places. <laughs> I mean, enjoy. even if you don't drink, I didn't drink freshman year, but I'd go with my buddies and then be like, Hey, anytime someone offers you a beer, just hold it or start pocketing them. That way you can give it to us. And I was like, all right. My yeah. dad's advice for me was, you know, Hey, don't get too drunk. Cause you don't want to be that guy. Like <laughs> yeah. always, always have a beer in your hand, but just sip on it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get too <laughs> fucked up. for sure. Is there like, like a blacklist? Like, Hey, this person gets too fucked up too easily uh, or too quick. Or? Kind of, you know, if you're, it's a, it's one thing to just be really drunk. That's fine. 
But if you're just going to, like, be drunk and throw up everywhere, like, just be gross or, you know, weird when you're drunk, that's, like, that tends to be a negative. Yeah, yeah if you get too fucked up and the brothers have to take care of you, it's probably not a good sign. No. Like, like, I mean, some, some fraternities don't really care. Or, like, if they like you, they're, like, everyone gets fucked up every once in a while. Yeah. But, like, don't make a habit of it for sure. And definitely don't do it on your first time meeting them because mm-hmm. that will fuck you. Do you have any stories that anybody's told you about, like, people acting a fool or something? Or, like, don'ts? Yeah, yeah. I've heard, like, okay, so one don't is, this is directly from me. This isn't a negative impact on anything. But, like, one thing I would say absolutely is there was one time after I got my bid. So, like, in my fraternity, I don't know how it works with other other fraternities, but after you get your bid and if you accept, you're allowed to kind of vouch for other rushies and Mm -hmm. say, all right, because it's my PC or my pledge class, if you don't know what that means. I vouch for this guy because I like him. It's my PC. I want him in it. And so that kind of carries a heavy weight. And some of the other rushies kind of picked up on that. Mm-hmm. And there was one night where I'm sitting out on the balcony and one of the other guys that I was kind of like, you know, on the fence about comes out and basically just starts talking about how much he loves it here. And like, he just really wants me to put in a good word for him. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, that's, that's one thing. Don't go around and be like, yeah, man, I fucking love it here. Like, yeah, we get it. You probably like it, but <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah. Like, don't tell me about it. Like, just meet the people and like have a conversation, get them to see that you like it. Don't tell them. It's fucking like, it's, okay, cool. Motherfucker. Yeah. Like that's, that doesn't add any points to you. Just, yeah. It's like, all right, we get it. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> like stop blowing <laughs> one thing i always noticed when with rush is like if they have girls at the party girls also kind of talk especially girls that are at rush parties they talk to the brothers so if you can like get off on a good foot with a girl that's there don't like necessarily try and hook up with them or anything just like like actually you're sitting here shaking your head like <laughs> no, big, don't no. try and hook up with them like Do at not all because hook you don't up with an older girl you don't know who is a, a girlfriend never you don't know like what the story is you with don't know girl. who's a spy now this and, might be an obvious but do not hook up with a brother's girlfriend and or anybody he's trying to hook up with yeah <laughs> that is not good that won't fuck you they'll probably talk shit on you like <laughs> fuck that guy because one that's I wouldn't want any brother to do that with me like if I'm trying to hook up with a girl I wouldn't want a brother to Steal that, yeah, yeah. It's bro code. And if you want to be a brother with them, like, don't be a fuck. Be a yeah. brother in advance. Yeah, don't violate bro code. But yeah, definitely talk to the girls and just be like nice and show that you're not weird. And you can have a conversation with a girl to where the girl doesn't come back and say that you're weird. Like, yeah, that goes a long way. Also, uh, another thing I would say is that if you're gonna go in. Definitely, like, it's easy to sit there and talk to all the other rushies and kind of, like, form a circle or whatever and just, like, talk to those guys. But at the end of the day, that is not going to get you anywhere. Like, everyone. What you need to do is go around and talk to, like, as uncomfortable as it might be. Like, yeah. I wasn't necessarily the most confident person going in. Just shaking hands and at least just putting your name out there because at the end of the day, that's what's going to help every, you out Every event you see it, the rushies kind of pool together. And they sit there and have their own conversation. It's like that's not getting you anywhere because the brothers aren't really – like some brothers will, if they like to talk to people, they'll go up and introduce themselves to you. But like they're not out trying to meet you so much as you trying to meet them. Yeah, you're trying to join them. They're yeah. not trying to join you. Exactly. So don't go there and collectively quaggle together. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll see that a lot of times at rush events now, like being on the other side of it and just being like those guys, no chance. Yeah. Like, it's just, you're not helping yourself. Yeah. I mean, I was just like meeting people. So I'd always just go up and be like, what's up, man? Like, I'm Andrew. 
So that always worked out well for me for Rush. So is that all like is that informal and formal or is that just that's, that's definitely just, both because it okay. like yeah. informal and formal it's a lot of conversations mm-hmm. and just talking to guys. Yeah. And like another thing I would say is like if if you're gonna go to an event, go with an open mind and kind of an open schedule. Like my first rush event, I showed up thinking like, all right, this is the pool party. I'm going to go to the pool party and then probably go home after this. Yeah. And then the guy I knew from high school like showed up and he's like, you got to stay here overnight. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you have to stay here overnight. Oh, and yeah. It's like, after always the, accept an invite. After the events are over is always fun. So yeah. if you're hanging out, like whenever, if the brothers are like, yeah, we got this event. We're going to a ski shoot. We're going to shoot some shit. Once the ski shoot's over, everyone's still doing shit yeah, and hanging out. That's not out. the end of the event, really. Yeah, it's the end of like the actual task, but yeah. everyone's probably going to go downtown or sit out at the house or go to someone's apartment and just continue the party. So try and get an invite to that because that's where – that's actually the best way to exactly. get it. That's how I kind of got my bed is just knowing that – you know, if this guy invites me, that's a really good sign because he, you know, he wants me to hang around and meet some of the other people yeah. and just hanging around and talking to other guys. And, you know, once I got close with a couple of brothers, they can really vouch for you. Like, no matter how unimportant a brother might seem, like, they can still, like, their vouch really puts you up high on the list. Yeah. And uh, another thing, like, if you go to an event, if you're trying to get a bit out of place, don't go there for, like, half the event and then be like, oh, I'm not really having fun. Probably not having fun because you're not talking to people. Yeah. So don't go to an event, decide you're not having fun, and then leave the event early or some shit. Like you, it's definitely going to progress. It's definitely going to get more fun. Mm-hmm. Hang around, stay for the full event. You're going to have fun. So I mean, what do you have to lose by staying? I mean, A some party? <laughs> sometimes you'll sometimes they'll be like three beers. Yeah. Fraternities at Auburn will all schedule events on the same day, so you have to pick and choose which events. Mm. Don't go into one event and be like, yeah, I'll stay at this event for an hour. Then I'll go to this fraternity yeah. and stay there for an hour. Then I'll go to, like, pick one and go to that one. And, oh, my God, please don't mention that you're going to another event. <laughs> that yeah. is the biggest <laughs> fuck you to one fraternity is to be like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm like, after this, I'm probably going to go to, like, you know, so-and-so's, you know, pool party or something like that. Yeah. Like, just see what that's like. Yeah, that's just fucking – Just keep it to yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to leave – just be like, oh, I gotta leave. Like, I gotta do something. Yeah. Like, make up. Oh, some I gotta excuse. do homework. Or I gotta mom do my laundry. My yeah, mom's, mom's really, calling. Yeah, my mom's. Yeah, my mom's fucking blowing up my phone. Yeah. I gotta. She wants gotta to make go. sure I'm still alive in college. The yeah. mom excuse always works. Yeah, the mom excuses because I mean they know like you're you're usually there with your parents or something. So. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's gonna shit on you for loving your mother. Everybody should love their mother. <laughs> always, always. Mother is number one. Uh, for formal rush, like, what's some advice for formal rush specifically? Obviously, most, at least at our university, you know, it's a sober event, so don't go in there just out of your mind. Because that is, <laughs> nobody wants to see a guy that's just, I mean, if you're at a, like a summer event, that's okay, but like, if you show up to formal rush just like blitzed, that's Horrible. Yeah. Formal rush events are more so to see how you are as a professional person, I'd say. Yeah. If you show up and you're fucked up or you show up and you're like doing stupid ass shit, it's not a good look. It's not yeah. a good take. I would say formal rush is more of just a it's like a one sided view of what a person is like, whereas like summer rush is kind of a well rounded mm-hmm. picture of what a guy is like. But uh formal definitely like 
it's the same kind of structure as a summer event. It's just getting your name out there, talking to as many people as possibly can. Make and connections. Can make connections because at the end of the day, like, the more faces you see, that's the more people that can vote on whether or not, like, yeah. I like this guy. If they never saw a guy, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy seems cool just by his picture. What yeah. about the attire for Formal Rush? Because I know you got to dress up, right? Yeah, so, like, <laughs> if like you're a pledge with us at least or with the other fraternities – it's, you know, khakis, uh, blazer, you know, white dress shirt, and then a game day tie. Yeah. And then with, you know, the people coming in and talking to us, the rushies, it's it's usually the same thing. It's just not as, you know, we all have to match. They don't. Yeah. yeah. So they just dress up someone mm-hmm. nicer. Yeah. yeah. If you're planning on only doing formal rush, I'd advise against it. Because, like, informal rush is a lot of fun. You should do it. You'll meet a lot of people. And you'll get to know the fraternity, how they actually are. And then if you're, like, holding out for Formal Rush, not a whole lot of bids are given at Formal yeah, Rush. like, for instance, the really selective ones give out, like, one or two. And most of them only give out, like, six or seven max. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, it's, like, it's only two hours versus when you're going to, a, like, a summer event or something like that informal. It's, you know, so are most like all bids, day. Yeah. Are most all of the day, bids given out informal or formal? We went into formal with 30, or no, 40-something. Okay, how many do you usually have? So, like, on the larger side of a pledge class, I would say maybe tops, 55, usually. And I'm, like, one of the, I'm in one of the larger fraternities, so we have about 200 actives, which is, you know, maybe top two or three at Auburn. Yeah, for us, we usually cap at, like, 25. Okay. So, once we get to 25, we'll stop giving out bids just because we... We like to keep ours fairly smaller, so you kind of know everyone. You we don't, make that camaraderie with your pledge class and everything. Well, we we usually don't really stick to one pledge class. We hang out with, like, everyone hangs out together. I mean, okay. every fraternity does that, but, like, we cap at 25, so that, that whole pledge class will still be able to hang out with every other brother and stuff. Like, yeah, I would say that's one issue of Rush is when you have a group that big in your own PC and then 200 full like a full 200 to memorize like names and stuff like that just to because you don't want to be that guy that's like uh i've met you before but what's your name yeah like oh we're in the same attorney but i don't know you that's a fuck you so do you have to memorize every brother's like name and stuff or other fraternities have to memorize um, yeah i've heard of fraternities where you have to memorize everyone's like name hometown hometown major year that's what i've heard if they have an exec position what room they live in the house everything like for instance yeah like some pcs have to memorize uh you know same kind of thing and then like the order that they were initiated in and hometown major everything like that and it's you know there's some strong quizzes yeah every fraternity is different so just kind of go around and meet people and try out what's best for you and you'll find you'll find your place for sure so do you guys know what the atmosphere is going to look like with covid going on is it going to still be in person or is it moving online or at least auburn if you guys have insight about Mm -hmm. that like how is it going to look so i've heard of informal off the books rush been going on from like other fraternities i think everything for auburn has been is going to be moving to strictly online formal rush and just doing everything online I think we're I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really sure in the structure on that, honestly, but it's mostly going to be kind of like Zoom calls, as uncomfortable as that might be. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be really tough. I, I really don't know how that's going to work. Like, is it one-on-one <laughs> Zoom, or is it like one rushy with like a panel of brothers? Yeah, I know, like, 
I know, like, sorority rush has always been, they walk in. This is my worst nightmare, by the way. Yeah. As a guy that is as used to be as unconfident as I used to be, walking in, and for, like, six minutes, sorority girls have to talk to as many girls as they possibly can. Yeah. And make an impression on each sorority, and then they move on to the next sorority. And there's, like, 18 sororities. They do it over two days. It's Horrifying. I thought you were going to talk about like the gates of hell. You ever seen oh, those videos <laughs> where they open the door and it's like the whole <laughs> like, so we're waiting for you all summer. summer. We're so happy uh, clap- Yeah, here. that's like terrifying. I see those videos and they I actually know they actually do that for yeah. sor- normal sorority rush. At least yeah. they do that. I'm sure. Do they they're gonna, really? They're going to configure it for, for, for Zoom rush, which is. So exciting. That is terrible. Yeah. Hope I get some screenshots of that. It's going like, <laughs> to be like videos. The whole sorority rush week is just like your whole Instagram feed is completely <laughs> just scrutinized. You literally, I think everyone, at least a lot of my friends, they're just like, they'll drop in our group chats and be like, yeah, stay off Instagram for the next week. Oh, yeah. Because it's all sorority rush, like videos, recruitment. All that shit. So two things for one, if you accept a bid somewhere, please, God, uh, I don't know about sororities, but please, God, don't put the letters in your bio on Instagram immediately after accepting your bid because you're not a you're brother. not a brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. That will end poorly for you. Don't put a sticker on your truck either or your, your car. Yeah. You can get bids rescinded, right? You can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like there was one fraternity here. I know that they kind of just hand before they got kicked off. <laughs> they, they, would, they would hand out bids just willy-nilly just to get a large PC. And then, you know, if you didn't accept your bid before the deadline, they would rescind it just because they're like, you know, even if you were better than some guy in the PC, they're not going to, like, kick that guy out. They're just going to say, oh, we already capped it. Yeah. And that's just weird. So after you accept your bid, pledge ship, let's talk a little bit about pledge ship and, and what to expect or... Like stories we've heard. How to make like it that. through it. <laughs> yeah. I would say off the bat, pledgeship is one of the experiences that you, it's the greatest time of your life that you would never live again. You never want to go back through it, but it's so fun. Pledgeship is the most fun ever. Everything they would do with for y'all is just to help you, make you closer to your pledge brothers, make you be able to like talk to girls better. And talk to anyone better like it's just it's a lot of fun and it just strengthens you as a person like builds integrity it's uh, like character building and stuff yeah just yeah. stuff like that <clears throat> making you more confident so we had like for us at least i think all the fraternities had this it was kind of it was known as like swaps which is just yeah. i don't know how they're gonna do it with covid but uh all the sororities would come through to your fraternity, like on different, you know, weeks and stuff like that on kind of a scheduled thing for like 30, 45 minutes. And you would talk to as many girls as you could from that sorority just to kind of, you know, meet the new PC and helps you get dates, uh, stuff like that. You literally just go there. There's like some sort of theme and you dress up or do whatever the theme is and just go out. And I know that some fraternities will also do like pledge date parties. So like, if you've ever heard of like a date dash, I've heard of some fraternities they'll call like the new members up and be like, hey, like give me y'all's phones. You've got until this time to get a date and be back. <laughs> y'all are going to go do something. And then they'll take them and like go bowling. So it's like, it's not like a bad thing. It's like fun. Like you have to go out, use connections you've made, meet people or like find a date to go bowling with and 
you're not told about it. It like just pops up out of yeah, nowhere, and yeah. you go do that. That's like a, with a lot of things. It's just it they throw it on you, and you yeah. kind of have to deal with it on the run. And yeah. that's another benefit I would say of joining fraternity is honestly before coming into college, like I was not the most confident person, and at the end of it all, like I've never been more confident just yeah. because you know all the situations I've had to put myself in on the fly. It's you gets know, you out of your comfort different, zone. Different, yeah, it gets you out of the comfort zone and it makes you a better person. Honestly, literally, pledge ships the most fun you'll ever have. It might suck, or you might think it sucks, or you might think it's not fun or something. But looking back, you're gonna love it. Yeah. And if if something ever happens to like have it taken away from you or your pledge class, you're gonna look back and hate it. You're gonna be like, why the fuck did that happen? Why couldn't we finish out our pledge ship? Why couldn't we do whatever? Looking back on mine, we had a full pledge ship, and it was the most fun. Like, we did everything. I've heard of stories where stuff will get, like, a fraternity will get put on probation, and then they'll have to, like, initiate their pledges immediately or, or something yeah, like that. Because of hazing? Or? Yeah. I mean, it's different. Like, different things happening. It doesn't have to be hazing. It could just be anything. But if that were to happen to me, looking back, I would have hated myself. And just, like, I wouldn't have felt like I earned the title yeah. of, like, my fraternity. So. Absolutely, I would say, like, going through that all, on the other side of it, my own PC and a lot of the older brothers are just some of my best friends in the world. Like, they're closer to me than some of my real brother, honestly, yeah. in some situations. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like It's a great environment to be put in. Yeah, you make friends with older brothers, too, doing stuff like that. I know, like, I've heard stories of people, they'll have them have the pledges doing something, and you'll have a brother who's, like, like cool as hell, has your back about everything, and they'll, like, get you out of stuff. Like, yeah. They'll, like, call you and be like, hey come clean my apartment yeah <laughs> and like in reality you're gonna go hang out and drink beer and just have exactly. a good time with them because they're like, they're like that, that's bullshit yeah and that's come hang out with me yeah that's, that's stupid stupid and a lot of out. situations blood ship gets a bad rap because you go in think like honestly i came in thinking all right this is going to suck i'm gonna get my ass hazed and it's not like i'm movies. gonna hate it it's not nearly you didn't have the bad. elephant walk i literally <laughs> no, one, no one does that i don't know about ashburn i never <laughs> he, he <laughs> Liked it. <laughs> did you like it? You enjoyed it. Well, he's yeah, like, yeah. give me more that's of that. The best thing <laughs> we never did any, any gay shit like that. Yeah, no, but uh, like literally, liked it. so it depends on the fraternity you're in. Obviously, like uh, some fraternities will kind of you know they'll haze you and it'll make for some people it makes it seem like it's more worth it getting initiated in the end, like you earned it. And some fraternities are more like you're just meeting brothers and most of the hazing, if there's anything, is just mental stuff. It's like memorizing people's names and stuff like that. And then on the other side of it, A, you know everybody a lot better. And B, you're closer with the older brothers because they didn't, you know, mess with you a whole lot. I've heard of also like pledge tests where you have to learn knowledge about Greek life, history and like Mm -hmm. the Greek alphabet, stuff like that. Your fraternity's history, stuff like that. Yeah, like it's not hard. It's not tough. And I mean, like a lot of times you're going to fail it anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're never going to do well. Yeah, you never Do you guys have to do that thing where you light the match and have to say the Greek alphabet before it burns your finger or something like that? No. I've heard people doing that. No, we never. Did the uh, <laughs> no? I mean, it's a lot of fun. Looking back, you're gonna love it. Yeah. So one, don't drop because clearly they like you. Yeah. And they want you there, or they wouldn't have given you a bid. 
Yeah, as, so, as bad as it may be, at the end of the day, they gave you a bid. They want you to be there. It's just about earning your initiation. Earning your title. Yeah. And, and also be very open with stuff going on. Because, like, we've had new members where their parents will be going through something. Like, we had a new member. His mom got cancer mm-hmm. in the middle of bloodship. He didn't have to do anything. Like, yeah. So if something's going on, you have a test coming up. You have something going on with your family. You're struggling with something. Be very open because everyone's, everyone's everyone there to help understands. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like specifically with my fraternity, I would say going in, I thought, all right, these guys are just going to make me, you know, do everything. They don't care about school. It's just Greek life. But a lot of fraternities, I would say, like I had study hours, mandatory Monday, Tuesday, seven to nine every week, and you had to have a two seven to get initiated. So like they're very focused on. At the end of the day, you're here to have a good time with us, but also you need to graduate. Nobody wants yeah. you to fail out of school. Yeah, focus on grades for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, we would also have study hours and we'd stress grades. It wouldn't be mandatory clearly because we wouldn't make anyone do anything they couldn't oh, do. So well. Yeah, but we we strongly encourage the entire pledge class to come and study, make sure that their grades are good. If you have a test coming up, like get with a brother and we'll help you. Like if someone's had a class beforehand, talk to them cuz they'll help you. They might have notes, they might have something to help you out. And you're also like they bar you from going downtown during pledge ship and a I mean that sucks, but at the end of the day, it's your first semester of college if you're rushing your first semester of college that's your first semester of college that's a big yeah, yeah you shouldn't be going down of cold water you it's, shouldn't be going down it's the student. hardest semester you need to transition you need to adapt and they understand that so yeah. they're big on literally this. that's the one thing i would say pledgeship is like the best way to adapt you to college life yeah because you have structure you have like study hours you have you have to plan ahead you have to make a schedule mm-hmm. you have to like learn everything. It helps you out. And then once you get that first semester done, you're there, you're at college, you know how shit runs and you're set. One thing I will say about, I mean, I'm not in the fraternity life or whatnot, but first semester, first year, freshman year, right off the bat, there's a lot of fraternity parties and pledge class parties that they have in lieu of going downtown. So there's other ways to have fun oh, because yeah. also yeah. The, a lot of the sorority girls, they can't go downtown. The they first- can't. I mean, honestly, some of the sororities, I know some of the sororities can't go downtown to like certain bars until they're sophomores. Yeah. yeah it's crazy like that. But they don't, they don't want you getting on like so, their guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you're a freshman, so even a sophomore, the best place to go hang out, at least in Auburn that I realized is the fraternity parties or pledge class parties mm-hmm. because that's your age group right there and then when exactly. you get older you understand what it's like you're more mature to go downtown and handle yourself yeah because yeah. 90 percent of the people that get in fights or get arrested or in trouble downtown just randoms randoms yeah. and or, or underage yeah, yeah, yeah. underage yeah. your underage people are the ones that are getting in trouble downtown. yeah you that's your first taste of actually being able to go drink and free from your parents grip and yeah. stuff like you're gonna go out and act like a fucking idiot yeah. Because I, I remember we talked to Paul were, about that. Yeah. Paul's like, there's a drinking age for a reason because these underage kids don't know how to handle oh, themselves. please, if you're going downtown, always stay in a group, all right? Because like Paul said in the earlier episode, they're always looking to pick off singles. If you're walking home, it's in their best interest, it's in your best interest. But at the end of the day, if you're walking with friends, they're going to get you home a lot safer. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what he said. He was like, if you have someone taking care of you, you're not a danger to yourself or, or others around you. Yeah. Because... 
you're like set like that person's gonna help you out so keep going and y'all are good like you're not gonna get in any trouble the other half of that is during informal and stuff like that i had a few buddies who got mips just from you know cops tend to hang around the, they know what's going on mm-hmm. and they're gonna hang around the parties and stuff like that they're not necessarily gonna go in because they're not there just to ruin your day and you know pick off easy targets but if you're walking out with a beer can or something like that off the premises, that's a horrible idea. Just yeah. drink whatever you have in your hand and, then and put it down. Put it yeah. down. I Throw mean, it away. It's not yeah. worth it. I've literally heard a story where a guy was like walking downtown after like on a game day and he was in like his coat and tie, his pledge tie, carrying a fifth of whiskey. <laughs> Terrible idea. Literally just carrying it out in the open. Has cops across the street chugs it no and then they walk over and literally arrest him that's for that. terrible like oh that's the God. like how how <laughs> that's just common sense you're literally people. just saying hey come over here and talk to me i'm an idiot <laughs> i'm just come arrest you you know me situational awareness yes yeah. i mean just like don't be dumb be smart about yeah. what you do any other advice for anyone rushing in the covid era normal just no, get no your name out. Do oh, you want me to give you the story behind my nickname? Yeah, give the story okay. behind your nickname. So, uh, highly encouraged, not mandatory at all. Uh, my fraternity specifically has, it's it's a pretty solid way to get brothers to know who you are and where you're from, what's your backstory. We had what's called an elevator pitch. So, we got up uh, in front of the chapter meeting and put our names out and just said, you know, Maybe a minute, minute and a half of like who we are, what's our backstory, stuff like that. As soon as I got up there, uh, I'm standing up there. I'm literally the first person. They call my name <laughs> and I go, fuck. <laughs> I stand up and they're like, you know, I have the microphone in my hand. I'm like, hey guys, I'm so and so, like blah, blah, blah. And somebody on the crowd just screams, he's too normal. <laughs> like, ah. All right. So that stuck with me. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be fucking perfect because, like, everyone clearly probably laughs. Yeah, yeah. And then you roll up and, like, that would be laugh, the best be, case yeah, scenario. Exactly. Be and able to laugh, you. laugh at yourself at the end of the day because, you know, people then, know who I am. They call me normal. I don't really care. It's, I mean, that'd be awesome. You could roll up to, like, brothers later on and just be like, yeah, I'm the normal guy. Yeah, it's like, it's like accepting that you do stupid shit or, like, we all, like have that niche or something yeah we're all weird at the end of the day it's like yeah just accept it and move on yeah, yeah. i mean or embrace it and fucking bang bad bitches <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, how you doing is that your secret oh yeah i just fucking embrace my shit i'm like what up i'm a fucking idiot yeah well no. that's what i tell people I'm, they're like hey oh. he's that guy <laughs> yeah. josh is the one that rolls up and says yeah i don't know how to talk to you uh <laughs> I'm terrified of girls. And I've then never like, fully spoken to a woman before. <laughs> That's why I hide next to my bartenders. <laughs> Y'all go out and talk to girls. I'm like, I'm going to chill right here. <laughs> so let's go with uh, some stories that you have from your pledgeship or from your rush. I mean, you just gave that story, but any other stories about pledgeship or anything? Oh, yeah. So I got uh, – we, we have a few – what's known as shitheads in our uh, PC. <laughs> and that's just, you know, as the name implies, people who aren't necessarily out for their own well-being, other people have to care for them. You ever, you ever seen Friday beers? Uh, <laughs> there's, there's what's known as the wild card. <laughs> so we had a few guys g- just go absolutely missing. Just missing in action. Like, we had a, uh, we had a fall break. 
we're all going to the beach or something like that, hanging out. And this is just, you know, nine or ten of the guys in my PC hanging out at a, at a beach house. And we get a text that one of the guys who's known as a shithead has gone missing. He left a house party and just ha- nobody's seen him in like four hours, right? We find that we're, we're all texting this guy trying to find where he is, right? Can't find him. He goes missing for a full day, all right? And it's what? like it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> like a day after this incident, we're like, what? Like, we honestly, like, he might be dead. Was this he on so- one? Oh, he was He was, was on one. That night was a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> he's, he's gone. And we're all texting. We can't find him. And then all of a sudden, somebody in our PC just gets a phone call from a <laughs> random number in, like, Pensacola, Florida. And they, they answer what? it. It wasn't in jail, like, was it? No. Okay. He's oh, like, okay. hey, it's uh, it's so-and-so. I'm at, I'm at a Walmart. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm at a Walmart, like the next town over. Uh, I need somebody to pick me up. This kid had gotten just absolutely blackout. Starts walking down the road, loses a shoe, loses his phone. He's gone. Keeps walking. It's amazing, honestly. He didn't get stopped at all. Actually, no, he did get stopped. He, well, it is Florida. So yeah, it I is mean, Florida. Florida. <laughs> it's been a little lax. He got picked up by the cops. The cops picked him up and drove him to the Walmart. Drove, drove him to the Walmart, Walmart. and they're Town like, they're like, go in there and call one of your friends. Yeah, they just <laughs> didn't want to deal with it. And he's been gone. Like we don't know where the fuck. Like <laughs> he's just a fucking. He's a wild card. What? There's a lot of stuff like that. I've uh, I've heard a story from a guy. It was uh, this was on spring break. And so it's like three guys are all hanging out at the bars. I think they were in like Panama City or Destin somewhere. Or no, they were in Orange Beach over by Florabama. And so they're all hanging out, doing something, and they have a guy, like you say, a wild card. So this guy disappears, and they're like, where where the hell did he go? So they end up finding him the next day. He he ends up coming to the apartment or the uh, hotel room the next day, and he's like, Covered from his chest down in water and sand. <laughs> and they're at the beach, so, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But, so apparently what happens is he's at the bar with them. He disappears, goes and starts to walk around on the beach. Meets some girl who's in the army and ends up fucking her on the beach. Oh, <laughs> no! What? Then... Good for him, I guess? I mean, yeah, I guess... <laughs> Fuck it, right? Sex on the beach. (laughs) That's a great drink. (laughs) Then he decides he has no way to get back home, so he decides he's going to walk home, walk back to the the hotel. So he walks back, decides there's like a a little channel that he has to cross, and there's either a bridge he can go over or he can swim. So he decides, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and try and swim. (laughs) He says he gets about chest deep in the water. It's like looking out, starting to swim in, in like jeans, boots, how far is this (laughs) channel? T-shirt. I'm not entirely sure how far the channel is, but he gets out in the channel and is about chest deep and looks out into the water and sees, he claims, is a shark fin. <laughs> Swam right in front of him. It's shark weed. It was fucking Jaws, I swear to God. <laughs> Biggest damn shark on the planet. So he, he turns around and goes, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so turns around, walks out, walks back to the bridge, or walks up to the bridge, walks all the way across the bridge, and then doesn't get back till the next day to the hotel till like 10 in the morning. 
to tell the story, and they're they're staring at him like, "What the fuck? Where the hell have you been?" <laughs> and he explains the story, and then I hear this story back here. But guys, a fucking like you say, wild total card, total wild card. <laughs> Jesus. One of the things I would say about um, just pledgeship in general is do as many as you can be kind of a bitch about it, but like do as many things as you possibly can just to you know make the brothers happy like during tailgates and stuff like that certain brothers you know would be up upstairs watching other games on the tv and stuff like that so i'd run up like 10 beers at a time uh-huh. hand them out just get your name on the map and yeah, that really pledge. helped me in pledgeship because just like everybody likes that yeah, guy i know i've stopped yeah, by your fraternity before most games uh-huh. your tailgates your food and the service was awesome there <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll not lie <laughs> everyone notices <laughs> everyone notices the pledge that or the new member that does, like, puts in the work. Goes the extra mile. So if, if you put in the work and then there's something that goes on that you don't want to mess with, a lot of the times the brothers will be like, no, you're not doing that. Someone else is doing that. Exactly. You go sit down and come drink a beer. This might have been a bad idea, but before Pledge Ship started, this was back when, you know, the legal age for vaping was 18. <laughs> I went out and bought myself uh, an Enjoy, and that's, you know, like a a type of disposable vape kind of deal, and I bought myself one of those. I was like, you know what? Like, I'll have this for the brothers. You know, I'll give it out if they need one, and that'll, that'll, you know, put my name on the map. Everybody will like that guy. I just got addicted to nicotine. (laughs) That's that's the only thing that came out of that. Brothers hit it maybe four times. (laughs) Might have been a bit too stingy with it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Buy nicotine, I guess. All right. But, Normal, we appreciate you coming on. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you continue to listen. I know, <laughs> I know you, you've reached out to us like, hey, I wouldn't mind being on an episode, dropping my knowledge. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's good having you, <laughs> for sure. Uh, we had a lot of good content, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. If you liked it, make sure you drop a like and uh, subscribe. And uh, as always, be safe and party hard, everybody. Let's go to the bars.